Episode 147 of the PJ Archive is an interview I did with the American-British comedian, writer, actress and TV personality, Ruby Wax. Of Austrian parentage, Ruby was born and raised in the United States, but has lived in the United Kingdom since the late 1970s. Once a member of the Royal Shakespeare Company, she made her name in the British sitcom Girls on Top, and went on to host a string of TV shows with wax in the title, including The Full Wax, the third series of which she was promoting when she did this interview with me in London in 1993. The full wax, first of all. All right. So, what's happening in this series that maybe hasn't happened in the previous one? How does it compare? This to... one's much wilder. I mean, right. it, it's uh, broken away. It's not a chat show anymore. I mean, right. there are full dance numbers now right. that are very funny. Joanna Lumley ends up in a straitjacket, and I use the Chippendales or the Dream Boys, and they're my kind of big feel folly girls. And they had when I did the Euro show with Julie T. Wallace playing my right. Euro co-host. And then the, um, the celebrities are kind of like little resting spots just before the comedy picks up again. But even, you know, their resting spots, like Billy Crystal was a guest, and mm. I wept through the whole interview. I mean, this was the funniest man I've ever met. Mm. I didn't even try to be funny. I just bowed down and stayed down. <laughs> and then Shelley Winters plays a co-host, so she wandered mm. in from another set. I, made, I wrote this, you know, mm. that she was doing Wogan and fell asleep and woke up. She comes down in her nightgown and saw me on the monitor, and I'm showing baby pictures and says that I'm dying. And she said she's won Oscars. She's never seen anybody blow it like this. In the end of the show, she helps me through the whole show because I'm really very vulnerable because I've read some bad reviews. At the end of the show, she says, I'll show you pictures. So then she has a screen projector and she shows herself with Sean Connery and herself with Kennedy and herself with... So they all have kind of stories that are running themes throughout. Why less interviews? Why, why have you... There are, no, there's just, um, there's, there were only two interviews anyway. Mm. But it had more of a slant on the chat show. Now, in the middle of the show, Tony Slattery and I do a sitcom. Right. Because I say, this is sold in America, and they wanted me more vulnerable, and my biological time clock ticking. So we do a kind of, you know, the, the British-American ultimate sitcom. Everything right. is a sexual innuendo. Right. He's my butler. I'm very rich, but I'm frisky, you know, and lonely. And I say... I said, maybe I should do something crazy. Go get me one of those cockneys in the garden, wrap some fish in the newspaper. They like that and say it's for me. And he says, Mar, Mar, control yourself. And it's written in that an American wouldn't think it was English. And so then he transatlantic humor, really. In that yeah. one. Yeah. And then in every other one, like Joanna will be doing a big dance number and I'm bringing her back to show business because her husband left her. So throughout the show, she disintegrates. And, mm. and then the show we're working on now, my nanny gets married because I've, I've put life and art together. Right. Basically, Jennifer says I'm too cheap to do this at home. So um, in the back of the kitchen is a chapel, and all the nannies of Notting Hill Gay come to marry her. Uh, talking of Joanna Lumley, I gather you, you have her resurrected as Purdy, is that right? She comes back as Purdy. And it's one of the saddest pieces of television you'll ever see. <laughs> you seem to be working with some people, obviously, you quite admire, especially the American people coming over here. Is this oh, like... Felicity Kendall plays right. a neurotic, and um, Michael Winner's in a few. Mm. So. Are you sort of working with a lot of your heroes now? Is this you've got yeah. to a point now where you you can pick and choose who you have on? So, well, Danny DeVito's on Friday. You know, this is like the biggest kick. You can't imagine mm. the kick. You know, because you give them a line reading and they say it like you've never dreamt anybody would say it. Mm. You know, so does Felicity Kendall. You mm. know, but I mean, the jokes become the ultimate jokes. Mm. Do you get a bit starstruck when you meet yeah. these people? Yeah, who, yeah. I I was shaking. And then you meet him, and then you got to get down to work. So it's just like you're, you know, mm. you know. I'd say no, Shell, don't do the line like that. And she'd come mm. here to rehearse, 
So mm. now I'm directing her. I mean, it's unbelievable. But, you know, it's like a gynecologist. You mm. kind of, that's your job. So it becomes not Shelley Winters Person. anymore, but yeah. an actress. You say it's sold to America as well. Is it quite big in America? How, it's pretty how it's it got, going down? Well, it's only on A&E. Right. But um, the reviews are pretty good, right? Mm. And I'm working for America after this. Right. I'm going to work on HBO. Right. It's a strange way around for you, isn't it? Because you're originally from Chicago, and yet you've made it over here. You've made it over here before you've made it over there. Yeah. And yet now... How do you feel about that? Do you feel a, a tiny bit resentful you didn't make it over there? No, first? I couldn't have made it. What they like so much is it's an American who sounds like them but has a totally different point of view. Mm. And I wouldn't have gotten this employment if I never lived here because mm. I do see it from an English point of view. Right. Uh, you say you're going to go over to America to do some work after this. What will that entail? A similar sort of show over there? or No, I'm going to... It's more written, more um, like short stories all right. around the United States. Right. Where it's like the documentaries I do but a half an hour's. So are you gradually going to work your way back over to America, or are you going to, are you going to keep it's up? It's for BBC too. It's a co-production. Right, 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 right. Do you feel you're you're settled in Britain now? And this oh is yeah, you, right. Yeah. yeah. I what? mean, they can rent me. <laughs> a video. Yeah. Why do you think that uh, you've gone down so well over here? I don't think it was sudden. I think I just um, sometimes you know you have a sense of humor, and then the public don't get it, and there's a moment where the public completely get it. Right. And they know your angle and everything, and that sort of has happened now. Yeah. Is that they get it, and it permeates and absolutely fabulous. It's twisting comedy. It's not um, doing jokes, you know. It's not right. doing that kind of old-fashioned style of smirking at the audience. But it's um, well, I can't explain it. It's like uh, with absolutely fabulous or something. You just take images and then play with them. You toy mm. with them and flip them on their heads. You know, that's why Lumley's worked, is that it has the image of beauty and sophistication, and then comes this Lucille Ball comedian out mm. of it, and that's the ultimate. I'm working with another big, big movie star in a second. I'm going to write her sitcom, but I can't say who it is right. yet. But um, another beauty, you know, and twisting right. it around. Right. Does this vehicle of the full wax give you the opportunity to, enables you to be a bit more outrageous and so on, or are you naturally like that? I wouldn't say it's outrageous. I'm saying, you know, it's all scripted comedy. Right. So that's like saying to French and Saunders, would you have put the beard on? I mean, it's right. in the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's not, the point isn't to be outrageous, the point right. is to be funny. Are you naturally outrageous then? No, no. Just to me, this is funny to break into Joanna's house and do a right. mistake oh, yeah. the first year of um, yeah. through the keyhole by breaking through the window and then getting caught. Right. It's like what these shows need is like to be turned on their heads right. so I didn't write it to say wouldn't it be funny if Ruby was outrageous mm. it was like the characterization of somebody who has the nerve to go through the window mm. is funny to me could is have been anybody is it quite exciting though to be able to put on this mask of, of your television persona and be able to be outrageous and things when perhaps you perhaps wouldn't have the courage to in normal life well in normal life you wouldn't bother you know I like going right. to movies and I have my friends I wouldn't want to crash into somebody it's right. not fun right. you know it's work yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're famous for being quite direct to your shows is that uh, something which perhaps you crave in, in real life? No, again? I am very direct. You are? I'm real honest, yeah. <laughs> and I think that, that those people like that. I don't sit there with a glazed look on my right. face, and I agree and don't agree. Right. Do you think that's an American thing, your directness, or do you think it's just No, I think Americans are bigger bullshitters than the English. You know, if they have a star in their midst, they're in a bigger curtsy. So, you know, Billy Crystal likes that, I say. You know, we live next door to each other in Miami. Our parents do. Did we ever neck? I mean... He, he can then run with that for 20 minutes because mm. I didn't say in your next movie are you looking forward to that mm. what kind of a stupid question is mm. that but Debbie, your, your directness also perhaps Americans are more open to that kind of thing but the English perhaps are a bit more shy about it I don't think it's so direct anymore I think it ends up being really good interviews you know I mean I right. interviewed Shelley for an hour you know, we ended up really good friends and we'll meet in April it's not, uh, it's not about being direct it's about, you know, I, 
I had the ball, same ball she did, and so it's mm. two women that are interesting. You've received a fair amount of press saying people thinking you're a bit, perhaps a bit too outrageous and so on. Do you, does that upset you? I think they're wrong, and I think um, the proof is is that I end up friends with these guys. You know, so right. if anybody walked off or something or said, you know, you look in somebody's eyes and you can see, and you meet them for dinner. I always right. go out for a few nights, right. so they know the level of what you think it's funny, but they right. trust you with it. I came from Channel Four. It was a rougher show. You know, mm. now it's BBC One. It's a more polished thing. So. Right. I'm sure I did things in the past right. that was for that point, and I was, you know, like a new comedian, that you had to do that. Mm. Do you think you've ever gone too far? Not with a guest, no. I mean, the, the press, as I say, have been quite critical of you for being, you know, outrageous and so on. Do I don't think, know. Do I really don't know what they're talking about. I mean, I'm talking to Lauren Bacall. She, at the end of the show, she does the line where she says, um, you know, if you want me, Steve, just whistle. She's never done that on any chat show. Now, if mm. I really insulted the woman, mm. she would never have ever right. given yeah. me a line like that. Right. And the whole audience just went <gasps> like that because it was a moment where... I mean, it was a moment of poetry. It was a great moment in that studio. So I don't know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Though, maybe when I did Don't Miss Wax or, you know, um, Hit and Run, you would play with Taxi Driver, so it was all scripted. Mm -hmm. So you have to be specific. It's like saying, mm -hmm. I once played a role where I was a hooker, and right. then somebody says, do you enjoy being a hooker? Can you go, wait a minute, I played a hooker in Love's mm -hmm. Labor's Lost. Mm -hmm. I now do, you know, Strindberg, so mm -hmm. is Ju Miss Julia, you know, mm -hmm. is she a hooker? So it's got to be specific. Mm -hmm. But the press here like to give you a big umbrella, so they say outrageous. I don't know what they're talking about because every single guest I have, we have a good time. Do you think there's a bit of resentment in, in the, within the media in the fact that you are from another country and that you've made it big over here? I don't know. I wouldn't think that because I worked so many years. You know, it wasn't right. like I showed up last week. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand yeah. that. But it seems that in America they look after their um, success stories a lot better, and perhaps over here they knock them down as soon as they've got successful. Do you find that is the case with yourself? I think I don't think I'm that successful. You know, I think they do it more to Elton John or something. You know what I mean? Yes, I'm just yeah. a grafted kind of person. I'm oh, not that high. Right. You know, so they don't have to yeah. knock me down yet. Would you like to be? I'd like not to be knocked down. Right. Um, no, in a way, you know, it's like being able to observe people that have real fame. I wouldn't really want that. Mm. I think that's an invasion. How different are you to your TV persona that we see in shows like The Full Whites? Well, you need a lot of energy to run a show. And, you know, it's a big set. Mm. So I have to pump up more energy. Like mm. you do if you do a one-woman show, you know, you got to pump it up. So in my living room, I don't have to pump it up, right. you know, pump up energy. Because, you, you, yes, you do sort of come across as being quite a constantly moving type of person, one that can't sit still for two minutes. Is that the sort of person you are? Or, no, or not That's at all. Just, just in the TV studio. If I sat still for two minutes, I'd be welcome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so at home, you're, you're really quite quiet. I'm more like Wogan. <laughs> I gather you learn your scripts in, in a sort of a flotation tank, is that correct? I have a flotation tank, yeah. yeah. Only for two weeks I've had it. Right. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So what made you get that? Because I get really tense in these shows. I mean, they're really hard, you know, because right. I have to meet everybody and everything is written. So uh, I cool out in the tank. Right, so this is this is a sort of therapy for For, for people who are highly neurotic, yeah. Right, right. So you have it in your house? In my bedroom. Oh, I did it in, um, with because Emma Freud interviewed me on Loose Talk. Right. And they made me get in it four right. years ago in a center. Right. And I noticed I started off with a high-pitched voice and then ended up like this. Right. And I really chilled out. So you're naturally baritone or something, are you? Well, it, you can get baritone and then life kicks in and you get hysterical. Right. Right. Are you closed in on this thing like all the states? Or? You close it up. Yeah. You do? You could have it open. Yeah. 
eye closet. Isn't it frightening? No, because the ceiling is high. I mean, it's five right. feet over you. Right. And how does your husband feel about it? He gets in it too. Does he? Different times. So, different yeah. times, right? Yeah. Is it just, just enough room for one, is there? Yeah. Is it's the baby, great. Is the ch children get No, in? they drown in it. They die because it has a saline solution that makes you float. You know, that's what makes you relax. It's like having a great masseuse, but you don't have to pay. Because your back unwinds. So how often do you get in it? Every day? Every other day, yeah. Really? How but it's one of those things, you got to try it. It's like somebody right. saying, what's the massage like? And you right. go, well, it feels really good. You know what yeah. I mean? And then you're kind yeah. of relaxed and yeah. stuff. And so it's impossible unless you got yeah. in it. Sure. Were you worried about the, the stress and so on that you were going through? Is that why you decided to go for No, it but or? you're always better when you're not so stressed. Right. Otherwise you get right. wound up. And so do you actually work whilst you're in there? or do, do I can you just... think clearer because right. it puts you in the state just before you wake up and that's when I'm my funniest. That's right. when I write my best lines. Right, right. Just when you wake up. Mm. And, and what else do you do to relax and wind down as well? Or has that become the main... Oh no, you gotta go swimming. Yeah. Do you have your own swimming pool or something? No, I wish I did. Okay. And John Cleese has one, I'm so jealous. He's a, he's a neighbor of yours, isn't he? He was, he'd never invite, you know, right. I've waved. <laughs> have you sent him a little note round to? I didn't have the nerve, he scares me. Does he? Mm. Why is that then? I don't know, there's a real intensity that I don't understand. Right. You tried to get him on your show? I think so, but I think that wouldn't work. I think right. interviewing other comedians isn't always great, but right. Billy Crystal is so exceptional. It's hard to imagine somebody frightening you, but I mean, are you Oh yeah, he frightens me. What generally is it that, that frightens you, do you think? What, what, I um... think they might see through me or something. Really? Uh, I don't really think he would, but he's the right type too. This is a constant paranoia? No, 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 or? just with J yeah. um, John Cleese. Just with John Cleese? Yeah, just because, with, maybe because he's tall. But you've got a degree in psychology, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I know. So you could, but you he's good be... in psychology too, yeah. so we might outside each other. Do you find you use that degree much? Do you find you use your psychology much in what you do? Well, every, everything's psychology, even yeah. this is, you know? So um, mine, you know, kind of figuring right. out what's he after. Right. So, I, of course, that's all you use. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's nothing else. Yeah. So do you think it was a good thing that you did that, or that you did that degree? or did They you, didn't teach it? me much. You know, right. that's just clinical psychology. Right. Your instincts are the best thing. Right. Do you reckon you got pretty good instincts? I think when I'm interviewing, I kick into something pretty good. Because I really listen and I really stare them right, right in the eyes. Right. And they know that I find them interesting. So they give me everything I want. Because right. you've got a very fast brain, haven't you? I mean, it, <laughs> Sometimes. Is that best the first thing in the morning as well? Is that the... That's in the morning, yeah. 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 Then it fades. <laughs> fades away. Fades away. And by the evening, what sort I'm of thing? I'm an idiot. You've been quoted as saying some pretty strange things about your childhood and so on. Was it as strange as, as some of those? Probably not. You know, I mean, they're journalists and they don't quote you. So what is the truth? Did you have a fairly... Oh, I had a good childhood, yeah. Because yeah. I heard my it was all dark rooms and they are eccentric. Oh, I, but I say that in my one-woman show. Oh, right. But it's different when I say it and when somebody writes it. So what's the truth? Oh, we have light in our house. <laughs> yeah, but I use it in my one-woman show. It's more like the monsters. It was a fairly um, straightforward upbringing, was it? Or not? Yeah, so but they're eccentric, yeah. you know. I mean, Your parents still living mm -hmm. in, in the place you were born and so on? Or? Well, they go to Miami in the winter. Right, because so. it's warmer, right? Mm. Yeah. Do you go back and see them very often? Do you go back to the States? No, they'll be here. So. Yeah. I don't go back a lot. Do you miss it? I hate it. That's why I left. What did you hate about no, it? No, I didn't like it very much. You right. know, I didn't really fit in. I'm sure now it's okay. Right. But I didn't 20 years ago, so I came here. Why do you think why you didn't fit in? I had a sense of irony then that it's a very American trait. 
irony. Right, yes. And that's not American. And I can sometimes see through situations that they Americans will skim over. But I like the way the English sometimes, not everybody, have that they will pierce through pretensions. And I like that too. And I also like eccentrics that take you by surprise. You know, like a bad woman suddenly has a knows about Keats. There isn't that in America. You know, right, you kind of yes. know where everybody's yeah. coming from. So... I didn't mean Arkansas. I didn't live in Arkansas. I mean big cities, and it's homogenized in big cities. Like one, you could be in, you know, whether you're in Minnesota or LA or. If you had stayed there, what do you think would have happened to you? I don't know. I don't think good. I think it would have been p pathetic. Yeah. I don't think I would have been a success. Yeah. Have you got brothers and sisters? No. You're an only child. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think being an only child had any influence on you going into show business? <laughs> I think when you're an only child, chances are pretty good that you think you're the center of the universe. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um, I do think I'm in the center of the universe. <laughs> you still do. I'm not in an arrogant way either, you know, right. but in a way that uh, people are much more interesting than one way or the other. You know, right. you can have like ultimate confidence and ultimate insecurity going at the same time. Right. Like most comedians have that. Isn't there a loneliness that goes with it as well, being an only Yeah, child? I would have liked brothers and sisters. Right. You know, and I would felt like I had support. I didn't feel yeah. like I had support, so I could pick up at yeah. 17 and move to England. Because right. I had no, uh, it wasn't a real, like, Ozzy and Harriet type family. It wasn't right. the Cosbys, you know. <laughs> so uh, there was nothing to leave, um, nothing right. to miss. So you had that inner strength already built in because you had to provide it I yourself. had to provide it. Yeah. I didn't have the inner strength. I went to look yeah. for it. Now yeah. I have it, but it's pretty late. Where'd you get it from? Oh, now I have it because I have a great husband and I have, you know, a yeah. house. But, you but I didn't have a house until four years ago. Where did it come from initially, your, your inner strengths and so on? Where did you build that up from? I don't know. I don't even, you know, it's, it, it comes really gradually. Mm. And, and uh, you know, you couldn't live the way I was living, which mm. was kind of flighty and um, hysterical for mm. success. Hysterical. I couldn't have not been successful. I would have killed somebody. It was unbelievable, the ambition. It, and starting with no talent at all. It mm. wasn't like, here's a talented child, or here's a great beauty. Mm. It was a woman on fire. Mm. It was unbelievable. Why, why were you so on fire? Because I needed something. Because I had... Uh, my parents, I don't think, really believed in me as a right, kid. Right, right. They thought I'd Same be pretty story. a big failure. Yeah. Right. And, you know, are now going to, just before they croak, right. end with a question mark. Because, you know, even at school, they didn't think it was really bright. They just didn't know how to test that brightness. And now, how do they feel about your success now? Do you feel you've been accepted by them? My parents? Yeah. I think they can't... It's their reality shattered. What are their businesses, uh, your parents? What are they involved in? Oh, my they? father was in uh, hot dog casings. In he what? made the outside of hot dogs. I do a whole oh, thing yeah, in my yeah, show, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. skin. He's finished now. He doesn't right. do it anymore. So, what about he really, She was his accountant. Right. But, you know... It's really uh, based in kind of uh, lateral thinking, you know, really right. material, and they don't acknowledge the creative process or anything else. So they did think, since I wasn't very good at mathematics, that I was going to be a failure. But do you, do you feel accepted now by them? And, and do you yeah, but they're, 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 we're not the same type, you know, right. so... There's an element of sadness in that? Or? Yeah, you know, but um, then you don't become this, yeah. unless you're yeah. very lucky. I think Billy Crystal, I'm sure he has his area, but it seems he loved his mother. Mm. And uh, still is a, a he's a genius. So mm. how that happens, I don't know. Mm. Maybe because he didn't have a father. And I'm mean, not here to talk about him, but I was really impressed. Right. Was it was it a problem for you when you got rejected as an actor? I mean, it was essentially what happened. I mean, you had some that was justified. I was really bad. Yeah. Really bad. Well, was that tough to take? The fact tough, that you of were? course. Right. But you know, in a way, it's right. It's right. really not just when you are brilliant and you go. But the world doesn't understand mm. me. I was crap. 
now I've learned to act, you know, because right. Rick, Alan Rickman has trained mm. me for mm. 10 years now. But how did you get into the RSC if you were so oh, Because I was a woman on fire. I mean, that just right. shows. Yeah, there yeah. was no way I was not getting in the RSC. Right. No way. I don't, I would have bombed the building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how crap were you? What was the crappiest thing you ever did? I did crap. Ian Charlson, you know, who's dead now. Yes, of course, yeah. He used to say, boy, that's real crap. <laughs> But then when I started doing comedy, he was the first nice one to say no. But then when I did my first yeah. documentary, he said, this is brilliant. This yeah. is your area. So I'm glad I have friends like that, yeah. or had friends like that. Because then you don't live in delusions. Because you're in a business which is famous for being nice to people even when they're not. No, but I have really good friends right. that are really, I have. I know who to check in with. Right. I know when I do crap, and I do yeah. crap. Yeah. So how did you go from, <laughs> from not working out as an actress to... Breaking through in this. Well, Rickman, when I was at the RSC, said, You better write. And right. he told me to write. And I said, Oh, get out of here. I, I got to see in English. He said, No, write. Write it down, write it down. And then he started directing me. What was it he noticed? Was it you, your Because he had, I had an f- interesting phrase, turn right. of phrase. And right. I observed yeah. well. And he said, Write this down. Right. So I did put Jane Lapater and Zoe Wanamaker and Jonathan Price and Ian mm. Charleston and David Suchet and everybody into my play. And I played right. the lead. And he directed it. And your relationship with Alan Rickman continues very well now. Mm. He's, he's done exceptionally well as well. Yeah, he's done okay. Yeah. Have you been an influence on him, do you think? I make him laugh. And I am his conscience. What's that supposed to mean? I tell him, you know, I tell him the truth. Right. So you tell him when he's being crap. Yeah. 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 He seems to, it's quite ironic because he seems to be making it over in America now really well. Is that sort of... Um, it's That's quite, great. It's good for him, but yeah. I mean, it's quite sad for your partnership, isn't it, really? No, because uh, everybody can go back and forth. You know, right. movies aren't hacked out one right. a week, right. so it's never affected it. Did you always think you'd stay over here once you were over here? Or? I never knew. No, I had my bags packed up until six years ago. Really? Yeah. What was the closest you came to uh, leaving? Yeah, I, I, maybe twenty years ago I came pretty close. Recently I didn't because I always had something to do. Right. Not six, maybe ten. Yeah. And what was it that you, you felt actually landed you here, and this would keep you over here? Well, nothing for a long time because um, I, you know, every time you have a success, you think that's the end of it. Right. And they weren't big successes; they were like girls on top. Right. You know, where would I go? Yeah. I got in the RSC. Where would I go? Right. You know, I mean, it wasn't a snowball effect. Mm. So I always did think, have the bag pack, You got to get out of here because right. you know. Do you feel quite established now? Do you feel you've, you've earned? Oh, your now place I know I here? can write at least. So if nobody ever employs me again, I know how to write. So that's okay. Right. But you, you're still this woman on fire to a degree, aren't you? So no, I think yeah. I've really calmed down. Have you? You've yeah. cooled down a bit. Have you? Yeah. You're now doing things you've always dreamed of. Is that right? But well, I never knew what they were because right. they had no definition. So right. every year we're hysterical because we can't believe we're getting away with it. How much of a sealant, as it were, was was meeting Ed and, and settling down? Was that the the ultimate thing for you to say, right, I'm now happy here and, and this is it, or...? No, I, I just think me out there without a husband was not a great thing to have right. in the streets. Had you had many long successful relationships before that? Yeah, oh yeah, you know, I have friends, you know right. what I mean, I'm not one of yeah. these that, like, men didn't go in bars and go, I have to have you tonight, you know, and then they'd have me and that would be it. I probably have a few times. Why? Why do you think you didn't have Well, that? I wasn't. I don't Did have that wish? kind of appeal like that right. quickly. Right. Oh no, you do, Ruby. No, I don't. Um, and so it would always be like you know somebody that was a friend, and then you had sex with them, and then you lived with yeah. them. Did you sort of resent the fact that you weren't one of those girls? Yeah, I would have liked to. Be, I'd like to have known what it was like to really be beautiful right. for a few minutes. Just, I'd like really? to know what that's like. Is there a lack of confidence in that particular area in you, or have you, or have you conquered that through just being so successful? Yeah, you kind of get over it, you know, but right. it's you're, curi- you're curious what right. it would be like. So what was it about Ed which uh, won you over? Oh, he's really stable, you know, but funny. Right. 
Andy. I mean, this is Andy. He works in my business, and right. he's a brilliant director, so right. I can use him when others can't get to him. But did he bowl you over straight away, or was it a no. gradual? No, John Greenwood said I should marry Ed, and then I said, okay, John. Because mm. you didn't like him initially, from what I've read. I didn't that... think he was great. I thought he was sort of an upstart, you know, who's like, right. I'd never heard of him. And then I said, he's not going to last here. When you say he's funny, do you think it's necessary to have, have a oh, partner yeah. who's... Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you think you're on the same wavelength humor-wise, or do you add a lot to... to uh, I think we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. I mean, I write better, right. but he's not a writer. Yeah. Is he a good stabilizer for you? Just, you know, when you're feeling a bit manic and so on, he's quite calm and so on? Yeah, but you know, you never can put it onto one person. It, you, right. you have to have it in your head. Do you right. know what I mean? Right. I think maybe that's why relationships, mm. people go, oh, how come you can't help me? Right. Nobody can help. Mm -hmm. How did you feel about marriage as an institution and so on before you decided to get married to him? Not much. I mean, right. I, I don't know the point, but I know why women do it, because you get older and you get scared to be left. You know, it has traces of Mary Tyler Moore. Right. You know, you think, oh, if I just hook my man, you know, mm -hmm. then he won't go. Of course he'll go anyway. Yeah. You can yeah. nail him to yeah. the bed he's going. Because I read somewhere that you'd, you'd said that if some other girl made an approach on Ed that you'd smash their lights out or something. I mean, do you get quite possessive and no, jealous? No, I don't. Or is that a load of rubbish? Yeah, it's a load of rubbish. <laughs> What about children? Did you think straight away you'd want to have a family with this man and settle down? No. No, it sort of happened by accident. You know, I still think I've been miscast. You know, you're still in shock that you had a child and looked out and go, who are these people? <laughs> do I know you? I even do that as a joke. I go, what's your name? I've never met you before. And they even understand it too. They go, my name is Max. My name is, you know, they introduce themselves to me. But part of me isn't kidding. Like, you know, I'm booking, I'm dealing with Shelley Winters. Who are these children? I even brought them to meet Shelley Winters. I said, who are these children? She said, they're your children. Oh, you said some quite cruel... Uh, no, it's well, funny. It's funny right. to say. I mean, But seriously, you're quite a devoted mother. I'm, I'm oh, I'm a great yeah. mother. I yeah. mean, I wish I had a mother like me, because I'm right. a riot. Right. And I, nothing is that important, you know. I don't get hysterical, because there's a mess. But, I mean, you have been quoted saying, you know, things like, well, we've got a couple of nannies, they'll sort them out, they'll look after you. So, well, I mean, I'm just, saying something this week around. going, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. it's comedy. It, it, hopefully it's a better life. Right. It's like a car expert, you know, I don't say it's my diesel sprocket mm. amage. I'm not interested, just fix it and get it out of here. So I write comedy strips, I don't know where to know to get the gunji stuff out of their eyes. It's not my area. But it's not serious. Yeah. You know. How much of the center of your universe are they? Oh, they're the center of the universe. I mean that happens organically. You know, it's nothing yeah. I did. Yeah. Is there any time when they encroach on your on your other life and so on? No, it's totally separate. Right. It's amazing right. how it swings. Like, right. you come to this building and you're Hitler, and then you go home and you're mm. Mother Teresa. Mm -hmm. Are you quite a soft mother then? Are you quite a big... Oh, yeah, I'm not strict at all. Yeah, I mean, they know that I'm like the mistress, and the nanny's more like mm. the mother. And what sort of a father is Ed then? Oh, perfect. If I had a father like that, yeah. Mm. Do you think you've learned a lot from your own upbringing and you've thought, well, my parents brought me that, so I, I can learn from that and so on? Oh, yeah, sure. I think yeah. you don't pass the buck on to the kids, you know, you, you just, you don't assume that they, just because they came out of your body, they're a reprint. You know, so it's another person. There was quite a lot of publicity about, about what you called the kids and so on. Did that piss you off, the way people kept They are called Max Wax. Exactly. So, yeah. and, and yeah. I said that to people and then they write Max Wax. Yeah. But you know what I mean, I have a television yeah. show, they have to write about yeah. it, so... Yeah. What sort of kids are they? I mean, uh, how are they showing they're funny. showbiz they're tendencies? Funny. I heard Madeline's quite a sort of little show-off already. Yeah. yeah, Rickman's training her already. Mm. I mean, you know, it's baby stuff. You know, it's like people did it to me, I go, cut it out. It's so boring. <laughs> it's really funny. They put a hat on their head. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> do you worry about them you know, being brought up in a showbiz family and so on? And, 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 and with so much? You know, I don't think of myself as showbiz. I think of myself as a writer. Right. And um, so I think of... Like they have a mother that's a writer. I, I don't actually think of anything glitzy connected mm -hmm. to it. And but it isn't. I mean, look at me. 
do I look, you know, in a minute I'll put some makeup on, but there's nothing glitzy, yeah. you know. Like well, Jennifer too, it's not glitzy. Right, but you've got a nice house and presumably for a fairly large bank account, so do you worry about spoiling them and things like that? You know, England keeps you not rich. BBC keeps you not rich, so I mean, I had to borrow money to get the coffee. So it's mm. not, it's not big mm. for me. I mean, is this sort of like a, a blissful existence for you or just like a, a means to an end rather than an end in itself? Uh, it, it's pretty good, you know, but yeah. it, uh, there's like, I always think there's 8,000 more lives that mm. are going on at once too. Mm. And one is being an explorer and a traveler. Mm. So mm. it's not like you go, and this is it, and this is what I want. Mm. And I, you know, I'm not Jane Seymour. <laughs> Do you wish you were? No. <laughs> Do you plan to have a house in America and a house over here in due course, or you, you just... If they bought in, you know, but right. I'm not, still not mainstream, right. and I can't go, I can't go for them, I don't need the money that badly to do what they want me to do. Right, what do they want you to do? Well, I'm sure be a kind of, a more mainstream, and I have, a, you'd need, by just technical, you'd need a, a committee of writers, so... Mm. Even Charlie Winter said, I can't believe you get to write your own show. That is the envy of everybody who's, mm. who's creative at all. It's the envy. Mm. So why would you give it up, you know? Do, do you worry about um, perhaps losing it all one day? You know, you've got all this great success now. Do you worry about maybe one day someone just turns around and says, I don't think you're funny anymore, and, and you lose it all? Well, if Jackie Mason's cooking it, whatever age he is, mm. and he, says, he said it really well, he said, it's about a perception of the world. It's not about writing jokes. Right. Well, I'll die with my perception. Right. So everything will be funny. Mm. I mean, or interesting or twisted. Is it difficult not to take your work home since you're both in... Oh, we do take it home. You do? Yeah. But it's so interesting, the work, that you don't even notice it. It's not like, oh, now we're going to talk about bank accounts. Right. You know, you are... It's a creative kind of thing. You know, yeah. if you, as if you were writing a book and you talk of fantasies, mm. and suddenly he'll go, yeah, I don't know how... It just springboards in. Is there a certain point in the day and you think, right, we've got to stop talking about work now and I've start. never noticed that. Right. But I don't think it has to do with work. Right. I just think it has to do with we'll start talking about Clive or something, you right. know, yeah. because as you would anyway. Right. And it's so funny or so interesting right. that it's not like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just how life goes. Mm -hmm. But the life topic is interesting. Do you socialize a lot with other actors, comedians, whatever? Yeah, and I feel bad about that because New York is more, uh, it's more of a mix. You know, New people, there. Are, you may meet more architects in right. here, but here it's... It's because I didn't spend my childhood here. I only came here when I got in the was in the RC and stuff. So yeah. I do know more actors. Who, who are your friends, if I may ask, in, in the showbiz fraternity or whatever? Well, you know all those comedians, and then uh, the RSC actors. So it goes. Uh, so do you have dinner parties or something? I don't like throwing dinner parties. I we go out to eat, but um, it's a good life because they're not. Uh, you know, there is not, again, it's like people envy it when they come and see this. They're real actors instead right. of, um, they're not celebrities. Yeah. So um, that's kind of envious. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they're real interesting. So you don't like the glitz and glamour side of nah. the premieres and all that sort of thing? You'd rather just be... Uh, well, I'm doing the Brit Awards tonight. I said I was talking to somebody this morning. I said, because I had like such a week of celebrities right. last week. Yeah. I mean, it was, I even, you know, met Joan Collins in the middle of it. Billy and Crystal and thing and that now tonight to chill out I'm doing the Brit Awards <laughs> just to cool out I mean this is so not my life it's hysterical is there anyone you haven't had on your show that you'd like to have on this show? oh I wish I down? had Madonna you do and I wish I had Jack Nicholson and I wish I had a few of them what would you say to Madonna what do you think well you know again I don't plan it you right. look in their eyes right. and then something happens between yeah. the two of you that's why it's more interesting on my show but not having met her what is your opinion of it I don't so know you see but right. when they sit down like you know you sit, you sit Shelley and I but she was a co-host in one show 
hostage. It was funny shtick, shtick. You know, I made her do it again. And then she sat down to be interviewed. Now, we've never done that. We had dinner, blah, blah, blah. So you sit down and a new chemistry happens. And I look in these eyes and they have the look of a little girl who's quite vulnerable. And so I'm not going to go, hey, what was it like to screw so-and-so? We start off and it comes out of my mouth by accident. And I wouldn't do it with the next person. I say, you know, when I was a little girl, you were everything to me that was gutsy. And then she softens more. And then we can go in to start talking about Marilyn Monroe. Now, if I just plot in, what did you think of Marilyn Monroe? She'd go, fuck you, which she does on every other show. But she did, and she got real pleasure, and there was a sad woman that had grown old and her friends were dead mm. and that's what I was talking to so you don't switch it on if you want her funny then we hire her to be funny mm. what is the reaction of people when they see you on the street and around town and I so don't look on? like me so it's okay do you know, but, but if people do recognize you and so then on they're nice you know they usually they nice like it yeah, yeah. It must be a nice thing to be famous and yet not be recognized so much. Yeah. yeah. Look, I don't think of myself as, you know, I, I just don't think of myself as, mm. but, you know, that's boring and you think, oh, you know, sure she does. Oh. I like getting into restaurants, I'll tell you that. I like saying, you know what I mean, tables? Oh, mm. this is Ruby Wayne's, can I have a table? And then he goes, oh yeah, there is a table. That's the best news. That's the best, there isn't anything else. And then, for, then everything else about it is uninteresting. Do you take advantage of your celebrity in that respect? Only for a table. Right. There's no other reason to right. use it. Yeah. Now, what, what else, apart from going out to dinner and floating in your tank and I'm so on, floating do, in my tank. do you do when you're not working? So? I'd like to travel, yeah. Where, where, where haven't you been that you'd like I to I haven't go? been anywhere because Have I've been you? working on my career so oh, long. Yeah. So I've just been to Europe and I know England really well and Scotland. Mm. I used to travel right. around. How do you feel about the British generally? I, I mean, how, in comparison to I have Americans, 18 hours of um, lines. Oh, right. You could oh, right. give them to you on a cassette okay. and you Thanks. can just play them back. I'll take them back with me. <laughs> How would you sum them up in comparison to the Americans? I mean, that, that would be interesting. Um, I think I have 75 hours on that. My whole second half is about Americans and Brits. Because I put so much in that one woman show. I won't give you a line because that doesn't answer your question. There's extremes of, you know, I mean, that's like saying... But if I mean an American in general, I know them like I know my brother, you know, or if I had one, or a cousin. I, there's a predictability. And I'd say, oh, that's type 47 in my head, and then I know how to just schmooze right in. Right. The English, because I wasn't born here, still leave me, you know, they have their stereotypes too, and the longer I stay, you think, okay, I get you. But there's that twist that I like, and I love that irony, and I like the sending up of themselves, and I like, there's an eccentricity, and I, I like that it's dirt under their nails. They're not so clean. Are you glad that your two children are being brought up in England rather than America? I don't know. I don't know what goes on in America. You know, I've been gone too mm. long. The America I have is from a childhood, you know, mm. thing. We all go to Woolworths and sit in the drugstore, and then I go back, and that actually doesn't mm. exist. You know, like people are just gang banged and hung from trees by their ghoulies, you know, and ankles and tortured. Mm. I mean, I don't know about that America. Mm. You know, I don't know about their fear, but I imagine there is fear. So I don't know, but I had this image of, you know. Over here, I presume it's a lot more peaceful and so on, yeah. as you're saying, less violent. Is that a great relief to you? That I guess so, but I don't know how scared... I'm not scared right. yet, you yeah, know? Right. But I, I, you know, I don't live in towns where, yeah. you know, buses are set on fire. Do you think you'll have more children? I might. Except I want to travel, you know, so... Right. Right. Well, are you intending to take a year off or something? And no. Then, well, how, how will you get the chance to travel? <laughs> I don't know. Because this HBO thing goes all around the United States anyway. Right. Right. So I can do it, you know, with yeah. the kids. What else do you hope to do in, in due course outside of your work that uh, you haven't done yet? A lot of little ambitions and so on, like hang gliding and climbing mountains? No, I, I would in my spare time, the kind of people I find in my documentaries, I, I'd like to find a few more of those and not put them on TV. Right. Like I used to do all my life until I started mm. doing this. Mm. You know, if I meet one goodie 
in mm. Pune somewhere, or, you mm. know, Gibraltar. Mm. That's my idea of heaven. So. Mm. Tell me about uh, keeping fit. I mean, you, you've had two children, but you're in, you know, you're in good shape. Do you do, you do all that? Do you exercise? Uh, not that much. Right. A bit of a couch potato. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I've done a sit-up or two in the last month. I, once in a while, I'll do a sit-up. Two sit-ups in a month. Two sit-ups. That's my limit. <laughs> Do you worry about your parents you know, being on TV and stuff? So you... Oh, I'll, I'm going to have a facelift, you know, in a little while. You know, sure. I, I mean, I'll take care of it. Is that her. why you had a good look at Zsa Gabor to see what? She, I wouldn't have her facelift, but there's <laughs> a few know. others that I would. I mean, you can't tell what was, you know, done or whatever. Right. So there's still a streak of American in you that you, you brought over here. I don't here. think that's American. I think facelifts are doing well here. Are they? Oh, yeah. We, our you... last guest was had a facelift, and I really? took a bag off her head. And you saw her before and after. But did you still Not clamor for glamour? Glamour for glamour. glamour for no, you. not anymore. No, it's better right. to be funny. Right. And you can get the boys anyway. Right. Would, you, would you like to have been tall, blonde, and so on? Or were you happy? For 10 minutes, I would. Right. Right. But then I'd say, okay, enough. I think it's given you a bit of guts being smaller? Or... Mm, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. What about um, dressing up and clothing? I mean, you, I mean, do you like spending money on clothing and so on? No, I steal it all from the BBC <laughs> now. All of my whole wardrobe. This is a prop, isn't it? This is crap. Right. This is me. Right. And But later on you'll be seeing, they're bringing in some stuff for me to do the right. Brit Awards. Right. I didn't buy it, right? right? So I get to wear it. But are you quite a glamour puss underneath it? No, I'm a real slob. I mean, yeah. I would wear the same trousers for a year if somebody yeah. didn't stop me. Poor old Ed. You know that. You've come over. Yeah. You've seen it. Ed looks worse. So Ed's not really much of an influence in that respect. No, I don't think he cares anymore. It's really? too late. Yeah, pretty casual. <laughs> I hate dressing up actually. You're in, a, you're in a difficult business for for marriage and so on. Do you think this one's going to work? Do you think? Shelley Winters did, and I think that's like the ultimate. Yeah. I said, how many years do you give this? And she said, thirty. And she's been through everybody. Right. Why do you think it, it Because will work? we're so much in the same. Bu- He's never going to find somebody who makes him laugh. Like right. until the next comedian comes right. up. Do you think that's the key to a good relationship? Oh, yeah. A good old chortle? Definitely. Yeah? Yeah. Do you find him funny? He's very funny. You're going to get him on this side of the camera and well, the other we side? We already had him on. Right. We did video um, diaries and he plays my yeah. husband. But is he, yeah, but isn't he quite a reluctant star or would, do you think you just do you He showed his backhand on the show. <laughs> did you see it? I did video diaries and we see everybody in my house. But I rented children. I didn't use my own. You know, we used two kids. No, I'd never let anybody photograph them. I think they, I have a thing that, I don't know, It's I got a real weirdness about mm. that. I think it's their privacy, you know? Right. Yeah, because I think it's horrible to use your kids as props. Right. You know? Right. Right. We were talking about what you would have done if you'd stayed in America. There was, I, mean, I heard from somebody that you would have become an Alexander technique teacher. Is that oh, no, correct? No, that started here. I did that here. Right. But I, would, I only did that because I was desperate. I'd already lo- left college. So I screwed that one up. But I mean, was that a serious proposition? You I went to the school, and the reason I went to the school is I got free Alexander lessons every single day for three years. I really don't think I would have been a teacher. You took the money teacher. and ran. I you? took the fucking money because it's so comforting. You know what right. I mean? It was really good. Mm. It's mm. like, can you imagine having massage for four hours yeah. a day? It's yeah. not like massage, but they knew that too. It didn't right. bother them. They mm. knew I was going to be an Alexander teacher. Are you still doing that now, or are you? Or are you I sort of stop with the flow tank. I'll go back to it. Right. Right. It's like the same thing, you know what I mean? Right. It just relaxes your shoulders. Yeah. But is there anything else that you would have considered doing at all, or is it show business was always going to be the thing, or writing and performing and so on? I don't know any other job I could have been suitable for. Yeah. I'm not really suitable for this one either. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing else is worth mm. making money for, I what don't a, think, what besides are your, doing this. What are your ambitions at this stage? What would you, what would you like to... How do you like to see these are your career progress? I don't really know. Because, um, 
You know, I can't think of who I'd want to work with that I'm not getting now. I know that sounds terrible, but they could be more famous, but then they might not act so well. Do you know what I mean? Like I might get in, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Madonna, and then it's not even funny, it's just an interview and more interesting. I don't want to ever be like a chat show host. I am, I'm not that, and everybody gets it so far. What about personally, what are your... Um... Oh yeah, I'm really happy. Mm. I mean, I don't know what else I want. I'm mm. sure there are, and I'll get mm. back to you when I figure it out. <laughs> yeah, good.